You must learn the ways of the Force if you're to come with me to Alderaan. Alderaan? I'm not going to Alderaan. I'm going to get home. It's late on import as it is. May the sun shone through here. May the beam that came down on the floor here and give you the exact location of the world of souls. And we are back for yet another episode of the podcast. And I just want to start this episode off by saying thank you. Thank you to all my listeners who keep showing up, who keep downloading the episodes. And it really excites me to know that you're getting some value from the content of this show and from the wonderful and amazing guests that I've met over the last year and a half. And that's the crazy part. I've been doing this show for about a year and a half. And it's strange. I see the downloads. I know you guys are listening and you gals are listening. But then there's this this disconnect. I'm not connected to you, the listener, directly. So I'm encouraging you as we start this episode. If you like the show and you keep tuning in, make sure you do subscribe. Make sure you leave a review. But most importantly, this is your little call to adventure today is or call to action is follow me on Instagram and send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. Just, hey, I listened to your show uh, and any suggestions you might have, any feedback. Is there somebody you'd like me to invite on the show or try to get on the show? Is there a guest that you just absolutely loved and you want to hear more from them? I just want to start to hear more from you, the listener. As I mentioned, I've been doing this for a year and a half. I see the downloads. I see what's going on, but I, I don't hear from you directly. So if you have Instagram, follow me on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, but my Facebook account is, is much less active. Most of my content creation and most of my energy is put into Instagram. My handle is... It's Scott Harris, I-T-S, it's Scott Harris. The link is always below in the show notes, so you can always just go down there, click it, follow me, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you, and I really do appreciate your support over the past year and a half. So, And i just love to hear you know, even some topics maybe you, you would like to hear from. So that's my little call to action for you today. Uh, and speaking of call to action, well... Today's episode is The Hero's Journey, and it's about the call to adventure. A couple of episodes back, I touched a little bit on this idea of the ordinary world, the beginning stage of the hero's journey. And really, the beginning stage of the hero's journey, the first phase, really encompasses the ordinary world, the call to adventure, the refusal of the call, and meeting with the mentor. That's kind of the first phase of that hero's journey. And that all takes place in the ordinary world. But today, I want to talk about the call to adventure and this refusal of the call and how it applies to your life and how in in many ways it's applied obviously to my life and some of the times that I've experienced a call to adventure. So my question that I want to start off with is, what is it about our own life that makes us fearful to answer the call to adventure. This call to adventure happens. Why do we continually refuse to make changes to our life when we know we need to? 
It's that deep inner gut instinct feeling. We know something is missing in our life or we know something is making us unhappy, but we refuse this inner calling, this, this inner change or transformation that is, is calling out to us. Instead, we will sit in the darkness when all we have to do, all we have to do is get up and turn on the light. And I get it. A lot of times it's the fear of what that light might show us that keeps us where we are, which is another reason why I love doing this, the, you know, the emotional healing work, because a lot of times it's, it is our shadows that are keeping us from answering our call to adventure that are keeping us fearful, that are keeping us stuck, that are keeping us trapped. It's the limiting self-beliefs. It's the negative self-talk. It's all those things that really silence our inner truth and prevent us from going after our, our gold or recovering our gold. You deserve to achieve your dreams. You deserve to be happy. And I'm sure your life has already been filled with numerous calls to adventure. And one of my calls to action today is for you to reflect on what some of those calls to adventure looked like for you. How have you handled them in the past? Uh, some of them, I'm sure you've had, you had no choice to answer, which is often the case. And other times you might have fled in the opposite direction as soon as this call came because it terrified you. Calls to adventure, they can be really scary. And I think sometimes we fear answering it because we, we fear failing along the quest. And honestly, newsflash, you will fail along the way. There's always going to be failures. I mean, that's the hero's journey. It's the ordeals phase. It's the test trials and the tribulations. It's, it's not going to be smooth sailing. It's going to push you. It's going to force you out of your comfort zone. But I do believe one way or another, if you stay committed to the hero's path, eventually you will succeed on some level. That success may not look anything like you intended it to, but by saying yes to your inner adventure, to your life over and over, you will find your gold. So how do you know when you are being called to adventure? It really boils down to you have to listen carefully to what your own intuition is telling you and also paying attention to the messages from the universe around you. There's always things coming in. Now, that being said, and I'm going to get to this in a second, part of this journey is, is learning when to quiet the outside noise so you can hear what that inner calling is. Because we live in a world right now where we are just absolutely overstimulated and overwhelmed by all this external noise. So no wonder it's so hard for us to really discover what it, what it is we want in life. But this call to adventure has three distinct phases that happen while you're trapped in the status quo of the ordinary world. The first phase is the quiet suffering phase or um, living a life of quiet desperation is another term that's used often. And this is where being unhappy about your job or what you see in the mirror in the morning, it's being unhappy about those things, but you just, you don't do anything about it. You're really stuck. But within that quiet suffering phase, you are starting to awaken to this problem. This is where you're starting to realize, oh, you know what? This could be a problem. And your awareness is starting to grow. And you feel this deep pull or this new message that starts coming into your subconscious. But the idea of doing anything just seems far too daunting in this phase. It's, you'd rather stay in this suffering phase because it still feels easier than taking action 
So you have no momentum. You have no real desire to get things started. So you're just sitting in this quiet suffering. And this is the phase where a lot of us pretend to be happy. This is when people ask, hey, how are you doing? You're like, yeah, I'm good. How are you? But really inside you are suffering. You're not happy, but you don't know where to go, uh, how to get things started. And you don't even know how to express how your feelings, what your feelings are. So you're living in this quiet desperation. The second part of this call to adventure stuff is, and I've mentioned this already, is refusing the call or resisting the call. And this is where you will find, now you're starting to get pushed a little closer to answering the call, but this is where you're going to find any and all excuses not to say yes. Subconsciously, you're going to thwart any attempt to break out of the ordinary. Even though your gut is telling you, take the leap, take the leap, do it. You need to do this. Your mind is going to find any reason not to. I've seen this a lot in my years as a health coach and as a personal trainer. I've seen so many people talk themselves out of taking that next step. They find a reason. So that's the second phase. And this is the part of of resisting. So you've gone from this quiet suffering. Now you really do know that something needs to be done, but you're going to find any excuse not to. I don't have the time. I'm too busy. Uh, Those are the things that start to go. I just can't. It's hard. Uh, Now's not the right time. I'll wait. I'll start next Monday. I'll start in the fall. I'll start in the new year. And you just keep putting it off. You keep putting off this call. The third phase is committing to change. This is where you really get heavily maybe into the research of what you need to do to make this change happen. You're strongly toying with the idea and you you really are at this point ready to make that next step. And you even might seek out a mentor at this point. And now you're starting to really commit to that pursuit of your goal. It doesn't mean that this can't put you back into the quiet suffering phase, but essentially this is what's going on. Uh, are the in this phase. Now, I'm going to say this in a nutshell, the major difference between taking action or remaining stagnant is really this travel between unconscious behavior to conscious behavior. The more conscious you are able to become, the more the right answers will appear and the path will start to open up, which again goes back to what I mentioned earlier about quieting the outside noise. This is why I encourage social media breaks, stepping away from your phone, going for a quiet walk of introspection, because it's really this journey of unconscious thought patterns and behavior into conscious. I'm reading this book right now called The King's Curriculum by Johnny Manaz, and he touches on this concept of sacrificial upgrade. And it's the idea that in order to start making the changes you need to see in your life, you need to sacrifice some things. You need to remove some things. Um, you know, hey, in order to get to this, I need to remove this. So you, you have to make some sacrifices. Um, you know, a really good example of a sacrificial upgrade, I'm going to use the, the health and wellness, the fitness side of it, is committing, let's say, to a trainer or committing to a workout program you might need to sacrifice something else in your life to make time for your workouts. And that's why when people say, I don't have the time, I'm always like, you have the time. It's just priority and you're going to need to make some sacrifices. So I really like this idea of sacrificial upgrade. It's really powerful. Um, So again, the more conscious you start to become, 
the more aware of not only the, the internal struggle that's happening, but what you need to do to get out of it. Uh, I'm going to make another note on this too. In this phase where you're very conscious and you're ready to commit to change, oftentimes we will turn to watching YouTube videos on, our, on the problem we're having. We'll start reading self-help books, self-development books. And that's amazing. And I did this for a long time, but you can also fall into this trap where that's all you do about it. You read a self-help book and then you feel like you've done something, but you really haven't done anything at all. And then you're on to the next book and on to the next book. So make sure you start implementing and taking action on whatever it is you're learning. That's a big one. Otherwise, you're just kind of stuck in this committing to change phase where, yeah, I'm committed to change. I'm going to change my life. I'm reading this book. Check this out. And then you're telling all your friends about it. You're getting excited about it. And it does, it does make you feel better. It makes you feel like you're accomplishing something, but it doesn't replace taking the actual action to make something happen. And the honest truth is until you become a really, truly aware, you will never hear the call. This is why there's a lot of people that are just fully unconscious. Everything has become so suppressed and they will do anything to avoid their emotions, anything to avoid the real heart, heart of why they're lonely, sad, stuck, or depressed. So even if you're in this phase of quiet suffering, let's say, it's still better than being completely unconscious of what's actually happening in your life. And this is, again, turn off the outside noise. If you're feeling anxiety a lot and stressed out a lot, it's amazing what just backing away from social media itself will do giving yourself that space. I provide a container for my clients in a coaching session. And really this is about learning to create a container for yourself, a space, create a sacred space in your home. Doesn't have to be, even if you're not religious or heavily spiritual, create a sacred space in your home, a place where you can go to, to be quiet, no distractions, where you can really listen to your inner guide, your inner voice and your intuition. Because we have so many calls to adventure every day. And some of them we do need to refuse, but silencing a lot of them will help you understand which call, which one of those calls is real and genuine and which one you need to pay attention to. So heightened awareness is the absolute key to discovering this true calling and saying yes, start saying yes to the little things. That I also can't stress enough is this thing where you need to just start saying yes to your adventure. Oftentimes we have this sort of lofty end of the hero's journey in mind where we want to take our, 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 let's say our vision or our mission. And, and it just seems so daunting and it is because it's so far away. But a really good example, I wouldn't be doing this episode, having this conversation right now, speaking to you, had I never answered the call to start the show. And the beautiful thing is when I said yes, you know, it was the first thing was yes to buying equipment. And I'll be honest, I sat on the equipment for a year. I had everything ready to go and I procrastinated for a year before I started. But if I hadn't said yes and done the research on how to start a show, what equipment I needed, cost of the startup, all this stuff. Then I started having these guests on the show, started learning from them, started growing that way. And then as some of you know, a good example was... I had a guest on last year, Dustin Hogan, and he referred me to a, another great man who does men's work, Alexander Cottle, who was also on the show and became my coach for three months. And through my work with him has now affected the program 
for men that I've created. So my point being is, I didn't even know that I was going to come into these masculine archetypes. I didn't know that that was going to become a huge foundation of my work. But I knew I needed to make a change in my life. I knew I needed to make a change. The podcast was the beginning of that part of the journey. And now it's interesting to think of where I am. And it just encourages me to keep going and keep saying yes to these things. That's how you find your purpose. That's how you find your mission and your vision is by saying yes and starting from somewhere. You're not going to turn things around overnight. You're not just going to wake up tomorrow morning and go, I mean, you might, you could essentially just go, I know what it is. But chances are more often than not, you're not. It's going to be a process, a series of yeses that gets you there. And this call to adventure, you might already know this if you've been listening to the show for a while, is sometimes it's going to come as a huge, loud sounding horn between your ears, or it's going to be a softer, gentler voice. The loud sounding horn is usually those instances where a loved one dies, a breakup happens, you get fired, you have to quit your job, you've laid off, something drastic happens. But a lot of times it's a softer, gentler voice saying, hey, Something isn't right. We need to make a change here. You know, a couple of quick examples in the movie, uh, in movies, Braveheart, William Wallace, he refuses to fight the English until his wife is publicly executed. So that's where sometimes this refusal of the call thing happens where we keep saying, no, no, I just can't. And finally, life is going to go, no, 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 this is your call to adventure and the universe forces you to answer it. You know, Luke Skywalker, another good example of that feels an obligation to stay and help his aunt and uncle, even though he knows he wants to fight the empire. And once his aunt and uncle are killed by Imperial stormtroopers, now he's left with no choice but to answer Obi-Wan's call and learn the ways of the force. So again, eventually your commitment to refusing, if it is something that's meant for you, eventually you're going to be forced into that next phase of your life. You know, for myself, call some good call to adventure examples. My mom getting cancer and then dying from cancer was a huge hero's journey for me, and a call to adventure, a call to adventure that I had no choice but to go on. Um, this calling to do deep work now with my clients, not just physical exercise, that was another huge call to adventure for me, and one that I'm still embarking on. I'm becoming a better coach every day, better listener. I'm growing. Uh, the call, as I mentioned, to do this podcast, my call to work with Alexander, realizing that in order to be the coach I wanted to be, I needed to be taken on a similar journey. So I'm going to give you a little bit of homework on that note, and that is to take some time out to reflect on your previous calls to adventure and how they played out for you. Just sit and reflect a little bit. Where did you or have you been refusing calls to adventure? And take a close look at your present. Where have you not been listening to your inner compass, your inner guide? What have you been putting off because of fear or uncertainty? Remember that every time you refuse this call, it's only going to intensify. You have to confront your fears. If you're afraid of what might happen, that's even more reason to examine why. Look at that and listen to that. And remember that everybody is afraid. I was watching a show on Amazon last night, uh, Nine Perfect Strangers, it's called. And it, it was okay. The show was, was all right. It had a, some really strong things about it and some not so good thing, mo- not so good moments. But the one thing that was amazing 
was one of the the characters says I'm afraid, and then the mentor character is like everybody is afraid. So remember, when you're scared to do something or to answer a call, there have been so many people ahead of you that have also been afraid of the exact same thing or are afraid of it now. So remember that you're not alone and you don't have to take on these journeys alone. That's why reaching out to a coach, reaching out to a mentor is huge. It's okay to ask for help. In this world, in this world today, it feels like we're being asked, we're weak if we ask for help. We should be able to handle everything on our own. So just remember that everybody is afraid. Pay attention to the stories you're telling yourself. What part, what shadow inside of you is holding you back from your courage and truth? Again, great way to do this. Working with the archetypes. Find out which shadow has got a hold of you, which active shadow, which passive shadow. It's a huge one. So I just want to read. I just want to read something really quickly for you that I came across. This is in... uh, very fantastic book. It's actually on the reading list for my clients for the online coaching. And it's called Living the Hero's Journey. It's by Will Craig, Exploring Your Role in the Action Adventure of a Lifetime. So I'm going to quote this book because I think it's so important. So he says, not examining things too much might seem less painful, but it is the coward's way to a slow and sorrowful life. One can take solace in being a follower complying with directions and instructions, not having to think or make too many decisions. But if you are to be in charge of your life, you must ask questions, challenge the status quo, and take responsibility for who you are and the person you want to become. Too dramatic? You decide. I wanted to share that with you. I was, uh, as I was preparing for this episode, I went back and I read a bit of Will Will's work and his book, and that really just spoke about this idea of call to adventure. And remember, once that call comes into your awareness, it's going to be really hard to keep ignoring it. You cannot ignore it forever, especially if it is meant for you. If that call is truly meant for you, um, unhealthy distractions—they're going to be a huge part of what keeps you chasing your own tail running around in circles. But if you can take up that magic wand of inner discernment and really get to know yourself, this call will become more clear. Your direction, your path will become more clear and your vision, your mission will present itself. And the truth is it does take a lot of courage to disconnect from this ordinary world. The world wants you to stay asleep. In many ways, the matrix is real and the matrix wants you to stay asleep. And in that status quo, in the cog, in the machine, along with everybody else. And that's why this ordinary world feels safe. But the reality is that that you're confining yourself to a life with little or to no real growth until you do take this inner journey. Say yes to yourself. And it doesn't always require a massive decision or this huge change. Like I said, just start saying small yeses. Say yes to one thing, see where it leads. Say yes to another, see where it goes. But if you keep saying no, or you're refusing what your inner voice is telling you, then you're going to remain sad, frustrated, even bored, angry about your life. You've obviously heard the saying, do one thing a day that scares you. I say do one thing a week that stretches your king, stretches your queen. What do I mean by that? Do one thing that pushes you outside of your comfort zone or out of your mindless, repetitive way of thinking and or doing things. And it goes back a little bit to that sacrificial upgrade thing. But start saying yes to your life. 
And saying yes to your life, it's like building any other muscle. You get stronger and soon, soon being in that action taker energy of your warrior, it'll become easier. This is your story and I want you to live it because the reality is one day this is all going to be over. There's been many times I refused a call to adventure and I know I shouldn't have. Fear took over and I remained the same. And I'm sure this has happened to you many times or maybe it's happening to you now. But today is a new day, as is tomorrow. So where has the adventure of your life been calling? Listen carefully, reflect, listen to what your heart is telling you. Turn off that outside noise and the constant incoming bullshit from media or the people who really don't give a damn about you and who might even be fearful of you making those great changes. Because oftentimes what happens is when someone makes that movement to become greater, it scares the person who is also in the ordinary world. They don't want to have to level up with you. So they want to keep you on that that same plane. So keep that in mind. That's why it's so hard breaking out of the norm for yourself. And most importantly, take a deep breath. In fact, take a deep breath right now and feel that air fill up in your lungs. You are alive. That's the greatest gift. And no matter what you've been through or what you're going through, what a gift this adventure of life is. Thank you for listening. And again, reach out to me, DM me, hit me up on Instagram. I want to hear from you. It's been a year and a half. I want to connect a lot more. Uh, And for, for you men out there, there's an even bigger call to adventure and that is my new program. The, the link is also below in the show's notes. So if you're interested in stepping back into your sovereignty, if you're interested in doing some of this work one-on-one with me and you're seeking a mentor to help you gain emotional maturity, face your shadows, but do it in a container that is so powerful where, we, where I take you on the hero's journey. Click that link, have a look, book a consultation. No charge for that. See if it's a, see if it's a good fit. And um, yeah, I'll be uh, talking a lot more about that in the future. Also, coming up, there's going to be some more guests uh, down the road. Yeah, I, I, I'm just very excited for, for the next phase. I feel like this show is going into another phase now. And uh, for all my female listeners, I know there's been a lot of talk about masculine archetypes and masculine energy, uh, but I am currently bringing on some some guests and some great female energy, some good feminine energy, and uh, you have not been forgotten. Because as much as right now I'm coaching men one-on-one, this show is for everybody and anybody who is on the quest to become the best version of themselves. So with that being said, much love, and I will see you in the next episode.